Hey, what's up? It's McCabe and Jenny, co-hosts of the Mixed New Music Club, and recently we caught up with singer-songwriter and local artist Zach Crane. Yeah, he told us about the inspiration behind one of his latest songs, also new music coming, and shows that he has around the area, and you can hear it all now on the Mixed New Music Club podcast. Zach Crane, how are you? Hi guys, there we go. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Zach, we always love supporting local artists. And tell us where you're from, where you grew up, all of that. Southwest suburbs of Chicago, Orland Park. Lived there my whole life. Um, Moved out to Mokina for a couple years during high school and then found myself. uh, I moved to Naperville for about two years as well, which was awesome, beautiful out there. And then back in Orland right now for the time being. What, where did you start performing in your hometown? Like, what were the spots you were going to? Um, just, like, local places. Um, man, first play. I think the first, like, show that I had for original music was Bourbon Street, one, uh, 115 Bourbon Street in um, Marionette Park. And that's, like, kind of home base for me and, like, our team pretty much. But um, if we're talking, like, first ever real show, actually, it was in Des Moines, Iowa. Because I went to Iowa State, so it was super cool. I mean, I'm from Iowa. Are you really? Yeah. What part? Cedar Rapids. I this know. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm not a Cyclone fan. I'm a Hawkeye fan, but. Hey, that's all right. I I like both, to be honest. Cyclones were, it was, everybody's like, why didn't you go to Iowa, like, Iowa City? So because Ames is cool, too, I guess. I don't even know if I got into University of Iowa, so grades weren't the best in high so school. So what got you into music? Like, what inspired you? Um, I've always just, like, since I was little, um, my dad was so into music. Like, but he was into metal. He was into like punk, like like original punk, and that's what I grew up on. And um, my mom as well. She was huge in music. She was a dancer her whole life. Um, when I was born, she actually was a lovable cheerleader for the Chicago Bulls awesome. for three, two or three years. So I got to be around like that, like entertainment aspect and like side of things, and like. Growing up with that, I was only, like, two or three, but it was still cool. <laughs> so, um, and then she was in plays and stuff in high school. She was always trying to be, like, the center of attention all the time. So, like, I guess it kind of rubbed off on that side, you know, but um, nobody in my family is really, like, musically inclined, I guess. So, and when I started, I was, I had no, like, background in singing at all. So I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But I played guitar. I started playing when I was six, so... I uh, kind of just like backpacked and like piggybacked, piggybacked off that. And then um, in freshman year of high school is when I like really dove into, I saw the, saw the Justin Bieber movie. <laughs> Summer going, <laughs> some are going into. I mean, into, haven't we all? Dude, it's Come on. so good. It is. It really is. Good. People are like, what got you into music? And then that's the honest answer. Like why I started like making music and like posting videos was I saw Never Say Never and I'm like, I want to do that. And then I like, because I've always, like I said, I've loved music. And then that just like, kind of gave me that push that I needed to like pursue it. And then I started uh, just like writing. And I've always uh, been into poetry as well. Same with my mom. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just like started using, putting that all together and taking like vocal lessons and getting into that. And just watching like some of my favorite artists and diving into like my knowledge of like old music and just took all of it and just put it together. And I was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And you, know, you said you were a fan of like rock music, punk music. Mm-hmm. And we were at your show at 115 Bourbon Street. Um, one of the songs you did, which I'm a big fan of, and I'm glad you did, Green Day, Good Riddance. Oh, Love that song. Why did you choose that song? 
Honestly, it was last minute too. Um, I so Good Riddance is well, Green Day was is is my favorite band of all time. Okay. Um, American Idiot. I remember it was the first CD I bought myself. I was an like, actual CD. Actual CD. Okay, just make it sure. All right. In Michigan, <laughs> okay. on my way. He knows what CDs are, McKay. I know. I know. You, hey, I, I don't know, think Jenny right? does. I I'm do. Not that yeah. young. But I, I, um, I remember I was with my Nana and my mom on my way home from my um, lake house, and we have a lake house in Saugatuck, Michigan, and. I don't know how I knew about it. I was like 10, but I was like, I want the American Idiot album. And so we drove to the nearest Best Buy in like Grand Rapids and bought it. And I'm not kidding. I probably listened to that album since then to now, maybe 500 times. Like, love it. And I fell in love with like, you know, Dookie. I fell in love with like Nimrod, like all the, all the Green Day albums. So we're going on for the, it was like the day before the show. And we were going to do, um, in case you didn't know, by Brett Young, mm -hmm. acoustic. And I'm like, we're already doing Cover Me Up. I'm like, our guitarist, uh, Zach Duran, was like, ooh, he started playing uh, Good Riddance. I'm like, we're doing that. And it was like last minute, but it's one of my favorite songs they sing. And it just, it brings me back to when I was like little. And so like, I'll always stick to my like punk roots. I love it. So. No, and the great album from Green Day. And also, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a musical that was going around at one point. Yeah. you got to see that musical. Idiot, right? Yeah, that was like the only musical I knew every song to. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you're a big fan, I would definitely recommend that. Dude, I, are they still doing it? Like, I don't I don't know. I mean, they, they really should. I saw it in Los Angeles, but uh, it's oh, definitely, oh, yeah. Did see it. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, awesome. Dude, I'm jealous. Yeah. Okay, so fast forward to now after discovering your voice. Now you've been doing some live shows. What are some of the challenges that you faced as an artist getting into the scene? Um,. Honestly, like just learning that aside from, I mean, it's about who you, a lot of it's about who you know, and that's, that's a known fact. And it's been that way for a long time, but especially nowadays, if you don't have, it's, it's the dead honest truth. If you don't have the like personal one-on-one -on -one connections with like people deep in the industry, I mean, you're banking on luck on going viral on like TikTok or something like that, or you need to, you need to build those connections. And one of my, favorite thing I mean I'm the most like extroverted person besides my boy Jairus but like and Matt my manager Matt is also like incredibly extroverted and it's like it works because we're always together so we always just like bounce this intense <laughs> psycho energy off of each other we're just <laughs> always like on edge but it's fun and it um it leads us to not really giving a crap and like going up to random people and networking and that, I think that was the biggest struggle for me was, like, breaking out of my shell. Because I'm not going to lie, like, I was mentioning, um, I went to three different high schools. I was bullied so bad my freshman year at Brother Ice. And then I went to Providence my sophomore year. And I was bullied really heavily there as well. And it took a, it took a lot out of me. Like, it, it didn't shake me bad enough to the point where I wanted to stop making music or pursuing my dream but it definitely put a toll on me to where I was like, Jesus Christ, like, this is, like, this is hard. Like, I don't have people backing me besides a couple friends and, like, my, my mom. Like, because um, my family wasn't always on board. Because, I mean, obviously, it's, 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 everybody's trying to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a million others trying to do the same thing. But um, I, it took me a while to realize you have to just stay true to yourself and, like, stand out. And, like I said, network. So, um breaking out of that shell, that scared shell I was because I was so used to people just like hating on me and stuff that I was just like afraid. But then I broke out of that and dove into just not, not giving, I give a shit. So I was just like, this is, this is cool. Cause now I can talk to people. Now I build these relationships that I don't, 
I meet you five minutes prior and we're on the same page. Like we're, we're tight as hell. Like we're, we're buying drinks at the bar. We're going and talking to their group of friends. Like, I think that's, that's probably the best answer to that question. That's just, great. Yeah. So. And you know what? You did break through and now you're doing it. You're making music. And when it comes to, you know, seeing on socials, hearing your song for the first time, I love it when artists kind of, you know, post that, but take us back to that moment when you're sitting in your car and you're hearing your song on the radio for the first time. Dude, that was crazy. That was like, first off, I just want to say thank you guys so much because, and I've thanked you, I don't even know how many times, but like literally <laughs> it's, um, backstory, like hearing don't panic on the radio was crazy. Cause that song was just such, it's one of my favorite songs I've ever made. But then like, you know, hearing um, my other track until then on the radio as well. Like, it was always my dream to be on the radio. Like, there's two dreams I've had to where I'm like, I did it. Like, that's crazy. Being on the radio and then playing at Lollapalooza. It's always been a dream of mine. And my mom was my biggest fan. And she always said, like, you will be on the radio. Like, it'll happen. Just give it time. And then it happened. And that was just, like, a shaking, like, it, was a, it, was a, it shook my world in the best way possible. And I have you guys, it, I can't thank you enough. Because it was like, it was a moment where I was with my best friends, Matt, my team. Like, we were sitting in the car and just even hearing my name on the radio. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you just said my name. I am. That's crazy. <laughs> but, like, then I hear, it, it was just, it was wild. Truly, I can't even, I don't even know how else to describe it. It was crazy. So your first song that we played on the Mixed New Music Club, Don't Panic, and currently you can hear your latest Until Then on the show, and you've referenced your mother a lot. Can you tell us the inspiration behind Until Then? Yeah. Um, so my mom, my whole life, she was in a car accident when I was one. So I'm going to just I'll really quickly recap it. She was in a car accident when I was one. Fast forward, she was diagnosed with trigeminal neuralgia uh, about nine months after the accident. And trigeminal neuralgia, if those of you who don't know, it's neurological. It's like nerve pain, nerve damage, um, causes unfathomable pain, like excruciating all day, every day. And it varies throughout people. It's actually more common in women than it is in men. Um, and not a lot of people are too familiar with the disease. They call it the suicide illness because the illness itself isn't fatal, but the, it, you're put through so many, so much phys physical and mental turmoil that you you can't take it anymore. So my whole life, I grew up watching my mom put me first over all of that. And it was the most, it was so inspiring to me. And it was so, it just opened my eyes because I'm like, honestly, like no matter what happens, life's not that bad. Like, and when my mom, when I would like beg my mom to like take me out of school, like I looked at, we lived with my grandparents as well. And my Nana was a teacher, very old fashioned, just, um, always pushed, you know, nine to five, like you need school and like all that. And I get it. Like, I, I'm not downplaying that you should go to school, but I begged my mom. I was terrified to go to school and I begged her to just take me out. She did like, she didn't care what people thought of her. Like, Oh, you pulled your son out of school just because he wanted to like, yeah. And she was like, whatever makes Zach happy. Like that's all that matters because she just lived and breathed for me. And I remember it, the, her illness got really, really bad um, towards the end of my high school career, my junior year, when I was homeschooled. And it was nice because I got to spend all that time with her. And she had, I think it was my 2014, she had six or seven brain surgeries in that year. Mm -hmm. And it was, I don't know how, I don't know how she did it. Like, 
And on top of it, like the issues that would she would have is like the pain would get so bad she would pass out or she would have seizures or it was just crazy. And um, like the doctors always said, they're like, I don't know how she she's still alive. Like we don't know. And my mom always said she was like, it's because of you. Like you're, I'm here still. Like you're my purpose. And then fast forward to now, I mean, she um, in 2019, I'll you know, we'll get a little. It goes a little grim here, but we'll come up positive. So in 2019, um, she attempted for the first time, and I um, that shook my world. But she she made it, and then she also attempted two more times that year, and the the final time in 2019, um, I was I was supposed to move to LA actually. November 2019, and she, uh, this happened, and it derailed everything, but not in a bad way, like, it just opened my eyes, and I had to, I remember they put on life support, and they said, they were like, you're, you, I had to go to the hospital, my producer, Jared Glaw, drove me to uh, the hospital, and I was living with my dad at the time, and they were like, you have, you might have to just say goodbye to your mom, and I, I did. And I remember our song is, we have a song, it's Cowboy Take Me Away by the Dixie Chicks. And that's what I have tattooed on my arm. It's the second verse. And we have a part where we always point at each other and sing it. And I sang it to her before I said goodbye. And she like tapped my finger, like, cause she heard it. And I like freaked out, I was like, oh my God, like, whoa. And it scared the hell out of me. And so the nurse was like, oh, it's just this and that. And so I went to, I was a week away from going to Amsterdam for Amsterdam dance event with my producer. And I told my nana I'm not going to go because of everything going on. And she, when I was like, just go, your mom would want you to. Like, nothing's going to change. I'll call you. And she bought me a, like, international phone for it. It was, like, crazy. So, remember, I went and I literally had to say goodbye to my mom. I got there. And I'm under the impression that I'm never going to talk to my mom. I'm never going to talk to my mom again. And the day after we got in Amsterdam, I got a call. The nurse was like, do you want to talk to your mom? And... It, it, that was that, that moment right there. I was like, I got to do this. I mean, because she, there's a reason she's not gone yet. Like, there's a reason she's still here. I was like, I just got to, I got to work. I got to work. I got to work. And I got to make her proud. And I need, I need her to know that I'm okay. And fast forward to January. Um, I started, well, I started working with Matt, uh, my manager in 2020, 2022. And it was the winter. And we had our first show, and uh, it was my first first headlining show, Bourbon Street. And Matt's, uh, we had a great night, great turnout. And then the next day, uh, Matt got news that his brother committed suicide. And it was, it shook all of us. And I remember my mom was so devastated to hear about it too. And then, but we made it out. We made it through. And then um, fast forward to January, um, I got a call uh, from the, uh, the Cook County uh, or the morgue or whatever, and I, they literally told me, they were like, your mom passed away. And it, it, shook, it shook everything. And I thought I was going to, like, you know, be defeated, but I had this, like, completely change of mindset. And I realized, I was like, I'm like, she watched. She knows that I'm taken care of. She knows that Matt is going to take care of me. And I'm going to get to where I need to be. And 
that's where we're at now. And I remember I was writing with um, my buddy Kelvin. We started writing a song for her last year. Um, and I wanted to do it because she always asked me for songs. Like she was like, I just want you to write me a song. That's mm -hmm. all I want for Christmas, for my birthday. I never could um, while she was here with us. I never was able to. Um, and I always, I, I used to beat myself up about it, but I don't anymore, obviously. But um, I did. And it was called The Reason. And we never, uh, it just, it wasn't all for me. I wrote it with somebody. So um, she got to hear it, luckily. But uh, after she passed in January, I decided I'm not going to release The Reason. And I was going to really, I wanted to write something for myself. And so I wrote until then. I went in my room, locked the door, wrote it in an hour. And it was the realest thing I've ever done in my life. And I felt her, for the first time, I felt her with me. Like, in the room. She was like, it's okay. And, like, that was it. And then now everything I do and see, I, f I just, I found my purpose. I found my, my why, my reason. And, like, I know for a fact we're in a good spot. And we're, we're in a place where, like, it's going to happen. And everything I do now, it's always been for my mom. So that was such wow. a long answer. Holy Christ. I mean, it was a powerful <laughs> story. Yeah, <laughs> no. So sorry. Incredible. No, that was a very powerful answer. And, you know, yeah. from hearing about your mom, it just sounds like the love between you two is unbreakable. It's still unbreakable. And she's looking down on you and just so proud of everything you're doing and continue to do. And um, I just think that's great how you, you keep that spirit alive, especially when you're talking about it on the radio and in interviews um, and when you hear your songs for the first time. Um, so keep that going. I mean, thank you, man. It's, it's just I really appreciate that. And it's definitely um, it's led us to also you know, Matt's brother and my mom. Um, she did. She she ended up she overdosed and it was um, it was suicide related, obviously. And so now, I mean, we have we have so much plan and so much special stuff. Um, we're actually, Matt and I are creating a clothing line. Uh, it's called Calm and Collected. And it's, uh, it's all mental health awareness. And it's all suicide, you know, suicide prevention. It's just raising awareness. And I mean, there obviously have been, you know, people have done something similar, but I, I have a feeling I, I really, I just want to help people. And like, it's so it sounds so cliche, but I, I really do. Because I know like, there's people like that were in my shoes when I was younger and I was afraid to just go after what I loved and do. And I mean, it like really takes a mental toll on people, especially if you don't have support. So like that, I feel like that's going to be something so special that we're going to create. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited about it. So. Well, that's incredible. And not only the clothing line are you helping spread the message of suicide awareness, but you're using your platform as an artist to spread the message and also um, create fundraisers. So that's taken you to a lot of live shows and you have several coming up. Can you name some of the shows that you've got yeah. on your schedule? Um, I have. So we have uh, July 22nd at uh, Chicago Social Club. Um, I'm playing, I believe I go on at nine o'clock. West, okay, West Chicago, West Chicago Social Club, excuse me. Um, I go on at 9 o'clock. It's going to be super fun. Uh, it's just a night of awesome artists playing. Um, and then we have um, in September as well, the 23rd, um, we have Laugh Your Face Off with Pat Tomasulo, a dear, dear friend of ours, and his wife actually – suffers from the same illness my mom had, trigeminal neuralgia, mm -hmm. and he started a foundation. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a 
mix of like comedy show meets awareness and it's it's awesome and my mom was actually such a huge fan of it and it's like a full circle moment because now i'm a part of this foundation i'm actually i'm the first uh musical original music act that they've ever like had there wow. and so and i'm going to be performing until then i'm going to be telling my mom's story super excited about that um and it's here in chicago at park west so i'm super excited keeping it like you know home home base like just and it's 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 just really cool to see like everything coming about like something especially like that like a full circle moment fast forward to october you've got a big gig opening up for philip yes, phillips. yes. Wow. there we go massive yes. opening up for philip phillips uh october 12th that is at joe's live um i am so excited i remember literally watching him on, like win american idol i was like what <laughs> matt calls me i'm literally in my room he's like you, you know phil phillips right I'm like yeah he's like well you're opening for him in october i was like what you're kidding i nearly like <laughs> I passed out. I was like, oh my God. it was just crazy. Like it's so, it's it's amazing. Like I, I'm that I'm very excited for that show. And um, we have also like a lot of awesome new music coming too. So like by then, like I'm just I'm so excited for it because like we have so much, so much coming that I'm just like, it's all falling into place. So well, with all the shows coming up, I mean that means your fan base grows. And you did reference. Justin Bieber, okay? <laughs> He's got the Beliebers. Of course. Do we have like a, is it like the Cranes? The Craners. We need the, yeah, like, the Cranies. Do we have to work on that? We like, got to work on that. They're used to name and I'm not even going to say it. Zach, I can't do it. Zachies. I can't expose myself. Can I do it? Say it. So, I mean, when we talked to Benson Boone, he had cringe. the Booners. Oh, oh, sweet Moses. Oh, <laughs> Craniacs. Oh, oh I like that. so bad. My friends still call me. They're like, Crania. Like, oh, Come I on, that. I can see that on T-shirts. That <laughs> could be like your second album yeah. called like Craniacs. <laughs> it was I so bad. That. I did just say that on the radio. All my friends at home, if that makes it. <laughs> you guys, make that a hashtag. Make that trend. The Craniacs. Let's just okay? blow it up. I love it. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, my God. I'll be on like shirts and shit. That's <laughs> I can't happen. But yeah, um. That'll come in. Okay. That'll come okay. in time. And let's talk about your upcoming single, Need to Say. Yes. I remember I um, I did give you guys a little backstory about it um, at my bourbon show uh, that just last month. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Need to Say. It's um, my new single. It's a, definitely a summer song. I've been working on it for about a year now, and it just didn't feel right to release then, and I'm so glad we didn't because now we're working on it with DJ Lux, um, who has put his incredible spin on it. We have so much planned with the song, and I think it's also going to open a lot of doors for more shows in the city. So we'll be out in your, your neck of the woods soon. So, And um, the release date for that right now, we're thinking is July 14th, so a couple weeks away. Perfect. Right. Just some time for summer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm excited. Well, we're excited for all the new music you've got coming, all the shows, and to see you open up for Philip Phillips October 12th at Joe's Live in Rosemont. Zach, thank you so much for joining us. It's been Appreciate an honor. It. Give it up one more time Thanks, for Zach. There we go. Woo! Thank you.